Oh, hi. Hey, hey. So we turn d- down the volume on the Zoom, but it still picks up our volume. Yep. So you just right. turn on the speaker. Ah, oh, right, right, right. Get it. Got it. Whoa. Welcome. Okay, welcome to No Parts with Jason and Megan. I, I, I subconsciously and consciously, I want to put your name first. Consciously. Yeah. Megan and Jason. I mean, A B C D E F G H. Oh, you're alphabetically first. So. Yeah, and it sounds better, Jason and Megan, but it's like I don't want to feed into that whole male dominant. Uh, you know, wow. Do you know the other thing that I see is there's a billboard for Nova. I think it's uh, Jason P J or PJ and Jace, and it sounds so terrible. So the fact that I could hear my, that could be a reference to me is Jace, I sort of get upset. Yeah, that is a bit gross. Um, so, welcome to our first posted episode, number one. Um, as I was just saying before, we're just gonna post and then see what happens. Yep. So, what do you want to start? Can you, did you ever end up listening to my voice message like that you didn't respond to? Oh no. <laughs> well, you didn't respond because you didn't actually listen to it when I sent it. No, and I didn't listen to it in the end. Oh my God, what the fuck? Yeah, I told you like, this is, this has been with many people. I can, uh, I don't, I don't ever respond to the voice. It's like, it, it's like, it, I don't know. I can't even. Probably... I mean, that's fine that you don't respond, but you might as well fucking listen to it. Nah, it's like a, there's like a preference of reading the text message versus having to listen to you talk. <laughs> it's it's oh. an extra effort, you know. It's like it's like being on loudspeak. I've got to I've got to make sure you know Carly's not around or nobody's listening or if someone. Uh, you know, you put then, it up to your ear. Yeah, yeah, but then it always bl- blows your ear off, you know. No, but if you hold it up to your ear, I think it just comes out of like the, you know, the, the normal speaker. Mind. Yeah, the ear speaker. Yeah. Or you just disappeared. Oh, you're good. I'm back. Yeah. No, um, it's. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I find it funny. It's like um, if you hear somebody, if you hear those voicemails, it's almost like you're like you're having like a secret message. I yeah. Remember... Okay. Well, I'll tell you what I said. What? Just in it, I was like the first one. I was listening to Rick Glassman. Obviously, love him, and somebody else. I don't remember who it was. Some random, like not known comedian. <laughs> well, I didn't know him. Um, <laughs> You probably just <laughs> But yeah, um, they were just talking about, I can't remember what I said. Oh, they were talking about anything and everything, but they were actually talking about like him being jealous in his current relationship over his, her dead ex. They weren't even together when they broke up, but they were just being really honest. Oh, but anyway, I just said in the message, we should just use the whole first podcast to talk about something that we both know a fair bit about and that we'd be able to get kind of like deep and it also be relatable that's what yeah. I was saying okay cool which is mental health yeah that's a good one that's a really good one I just think we start with that everybody's like kind of going through bullshit at the moment and we have both have our own you know yeah. stories to tell I guess you caught me off guard with that that was like a that's a like that's a really good that's a good starting point and I think that's really yeah I know a lot about obviously we, obviously with me and my journey has been very different to you and your journey but I think one of the things that you know, obviously for both of us we always come together with the with with the progression steps and I you know 
Yeah, I don't know why I keep on saying it, but yeah. Cool. Um, good. Yeah, that's a good one. I reckon we just start with that. Yeah, cool. So where do you want to start? I think... Um, what's What's been the biggest... Do you always... Do you have steps? Do you have steps where you notice... Okay, okay. To, I feel, I'm starting to feel like this. This is going to lead to some sort of anxiety or some sort of break or something like that. I don't feel like I can tell when it might be coming. I don't think. It just kind of happens randomly. Like, I didn't have the best day yesterday. And that those days are really strange because they kind of come out of nowhere sometimes, you know? Yeah. Like, at the moment, I'm having way more better days than not, which is good. But which is awesome because I mean that changed pretty quickly when Yosh arrived but yeah yesterday I was just like feeling just really alone but well I mean like outside of that yeah that's a hard one I mean like I said to you I think that you know the journey for you in Tasmania the journey for everybody with COVID is has been it's been dramatic it's it's been pretty crazy yeah. I was reading an article today and it's get to the point now where you just think it's it's just so full on, and especially being in Victoria. So the fact that we can't even come down and see you and, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know that, ho- I mean, look, there's a few contributing factors to my most recent ordeals, but, and that's obviously one of them. I don't think I'll go into the other one, but, um, yeah, I mean, that's been a thing as well because I just think, like, life would be different if that, if everything happened except for that, I think life would be a little bit different. Or, I mean, I think I would feel a little bit differently. Yeah, I think, yeah. Do, like, for me, all right, so the, the question I'll go back to is do you, do you see certain patterns in your behaviour, though, that you start to notice... I, like outside of this one, outside of this most recent one, because to tell everybody, I guess, in short layman's terms, is you've obviously moved from Victoria to Tassie. You've had a whole bunch of transitional things in your personal life. You've had a whole bunch of things happen in your work life and uh, all these different sort of movements. And for you to feel, you know, literally isolated away from all your friends because you know you're in Victoria going through all this, and we are. So outside of these crazy do you see do you see yourself when you feel like an anxiety attack coming on do you have you know triggers in your behavior no do you find that hard random and that's what i mean like yes i just kind of came out of nowhere and i know that there's things that make me subconsciously think a certain thing so that's i think that's where it comes from but like when you're not like talking and doing you know when you're spending a fair bit of time alone it's like just festers a little bit you know what are the main things that you repeat like what are the what happens to you well at the moment i'm just telling myself how i mean the people that i would go to um and that are directly near me are really limited so um but it's not like I ever have to like run to somebody. It's like almost like I just need to go talk to someone. But it's like, I don't know, sometimes I just feel like what if, I don't know. I just don't have a lot of people to like 
hang out with that I'm going to, you know, uh, that I have like a really close relationship with. I just don't have that with like anyone down here anymore. What, what have you been finding with like tools to help you? Um, I mean, I've been like, I've been terrible with actually following through lately, which is kind of annoying because I have all the right intentions and I know what I should be doing. But I'm just like teetering on that edge of like, it's like I'm making the plans and I'm pretty much just cancelling them all at this point. That's because I think you're doing something that you don't want to do. Remember when I said to you, you're going to go through that phase of, you know, you're going to feel super lonely because you've been so social to try and feel the, you, you know, you've been so social once you've, you've gone through what you've, you know, the transition down. Mm. Then all of a sudden, this is sort of dried up now because of other circumstances and you're applying that pressure. I think it's I think it's also important that you understand how it is to feel lonely because it's like you are only on the journey for yourself. Yeah. And and then look, I do take a little bit of comfort in that idea as well, like the fact that like this is all like experience that I need because like it's just like the first time I've lived alone. It's just first time being fully independent. So that has to come into it to a degree and I give myself credit and there is some part of me that's like this is going to be really good for me in the future you know what I mean going through like yeah like pretty lonely times um but like yeah it was the biggest transformation for me but I don't know like sometimes for me I don't know if it was ever like for the for a hugely positive as it was more as a reflective I think when I think back to when I was young and when I was, you know, probably pushing myself into the same sort of space as you in a different circumstance, but as much as I can relate to, the person that went in and the person that came out was so hugely different. Same person, but completely different uh, motivated drivers and leavers. Mm. And it was it's really hard for me now because the person I the person who maybe that was there before was this really I thought I feel like I thought differently and I sometimes think back to how creative and spontaneous that thought process was to who it is now but I feel like if I kept on going with who I was when I was younger I would have you know probably wouldn't be able to sustain it so it's yeah it's been really interesting for me to come through it but you learned all that quite young compared to me so I wonder like wonder how that you know it's hugely liberating how different that would manifest itself like it's not like i haven't been living independently before this but i guess it's just like i don't have like a scott yep to you know like just unconditionally be there for me you know like yeah i have to be there for myself pretty much and that's just, I mean, I'm able to do it, but like, this is probably the longest time I've done it as an adult. <laughs> and just the circumstances, like initially this wasn't the case. Obviously I was in a pair, not just <laughs> on my own. So it was a little different, like the dynamic was different. So I just feel like, yeah, I mean, it's gonna be fine. It's going to be totally fine and things will just naturally happen and that's how I want it to happen. But it's just, I just didn't see, I mean, and how could I have seen something like all of this happening, you know what I mean? Absolutely. And like, I just have to, 
like I just have to believe that that this is exactly what was supposed to happen. Well, there's nothing else that could have happened. I mean, alternative universe, alternative reality, like it's totally it's what was supposed to happen. But it just doesn't make sense to me yet. So, and I know it will one day. Like I know it will, you know. But I'm just sitting in the not knowing, yeah. and it's like that's a bit unsettling. You know, but I try and sit in it. I do try and sit in it. Yeah. Because I know you should, you know what I mean? And I don't try and... Sometimes I just don't try and make myself feel better. I just sit with it. Yeah, it's the best. You should, like, like embrace... I, I like... if the And I've, I've, you know me and I've, I've told you the whole way. It's it's like stepping into this vacuum of... You're just floating there and you don't have any... You can't grab onto anything and... Yeah. You know, and well, it's it's a little bit weird, and I think the vulnerability, like I said, vulnerability is the key to everything. And you're uh, you're, a, if we go back to prior to all of this, you're a strong, independent woman, and be able to push yourself through this. It's now liberating on the sense of self confidence and uh, like totally re- reassuring of who you are as a person. Like I like you know yeah. uh, my trip around. I'm gonna be like a different version after this. You know what I mean? And I can feel it happening. Yeah. So. You're the, you've entered it's the cocoon and you're about to come out the placenta. I honestly feel like a completely different person to like, even when I was in Melbourne, like even the start of this year, like so much has happened. I feel like a completely different human being. Yeah, you've and the two fact inches that you cut got, off your hair. <laughs> yeah. The <laughs> fact that you guys, I haven't seen you guys or anything like, and so much has happened. I haven't been able to see anyone. Yeah. Like the next time I see you guys, like it'll be so weird. Like almost, I'll be like a, I'm just gonna be a new version of myself, you know? Yeah, it's like um, you went away and I somehow managed to upgrade my Barbie doll by the time you got back. I don't know what that means, but it's, I don't know what that means <laughs> it's great. It's it's like a really good version. It's a great scenario for me because I can cash in on the upgrade and it didn't cost me anything. It's like walking into JB and getting a pair of headphones for free. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, thanks. I think it's going to be awesome for you. Like, I, I think, you know, everybody, I mean, uh, a lot of people around you who know you would know that probably mirror the same thing I say. And I think that's awesome for you. And I've said from the get-go, yeah, anything that puts you in that position to transform is awesome. Yeah. Well, look, I even felt like that when I moved here, like just moved here because I was like, oh, I'm just shaking up the normal, you know. I could have easily have just stayed in Melbourne, stayed at General Pants. Like, COVID would have made it very interesting. You would have gone crazy. I would have gone crazy and I would have been, like, just so not in a good financial position. But, like, this is what I'm saying. These are the trade-offs. Like, I I say we manifest the reality of the life that we live in, right? So, I know what we should do at the end of this podcast what? when we're about to finish. What? I, I watched a video on mind mapping, yeah. so manifestation. Yeah. So we're going to mind map one one thing we want to achieve, yeah. how, no matter how big or small it is, and then we're going to do offshoots of all the little details about it. And so once it becomes a like black and white you know you've written it out you've mentally sorted out everything that we're seeking to achieve and it's clear in front of you it like manifests itself it's a way to manifest things to mind map them all right deal i reckon we do that i just saw it on this girl's instagram i think i think steph jones is her name so if she listens to this shout out to her steph jones (laughs) but i really liked is it steph jones no it's steph 
We'll at you at the end of this, whoever you are. Steph Freeman, I think. Steph. Sorry. Sorry, sorry. Steph Freeman. Yeah, I... I, I yeah, Stephanie Rose Freeman. Sorry. Ugh. Steph Freeman. Yeah. So I reckon we do that because that's cool. I really want to test the theory. Like, she swears by it. I like the idea of getting it out of body and onto something physical, letting the universe know what you want and desire, what you're working towards. Sometimes if you don't let it know, it doesn't know. Yeah, intentions. Yeah. So we're going to do that. So I don't know what I'm going to put, but um, that's something we can find out during this discussion, I guess. All right, deal. I'm keen for that. Um, I think all I know overall at the moment, to be honest, is that I'm going through a hard time overall. But at the same time, the thing that really annoys me about myself, I guess, is like everything in my life is good though. Like everything materially where I live, I'm happy with like everything in my life, but I just don't feel amazing. So it's like, that makes me feel guilty for not feeling good when I have everything in check you know outside of this one thing yeah it's really interesting that you say that because i always used to have the same the same notion like i always used to explain to carly why could like why when you're the easiest way to explain it that i would portray it is i guess when you're feeling really depressed if you look at every single stroke in the paintbrush so if you go to art gallery and you're looking at a you're looking at art and when you're depressed you're, you're looking at every single stroke trying to find the reason why do I feel like this or why is this like this you know why is this person saying that so you're looking at every so detail but as you start to step away and you start to feel more confident in yourself and you and you you start to get those those thoughts away you're starting to look at this whole picture and you forget sometimes you can become complacent with the fact that each po- big photo has so many little minuscule strokes and I think that when you get to the point where you are now, which is that, you know, you've got a sense of accomplishment, you've got a good house, you're stable, which is probably something that you haven't felt in such a, in a way that you feel now, you're feeling quite stable in all areas of your life. Yeah. But on the other hand, you're starting to attack it because you're, you've never, you're, I always used to say, my body was so used to looking at every single brush stroke that I ended up, the fact that I could never get away with the depression, I used to hate the people that used to look at the big picture. So I sort of manifested in my mind that looking at the brush the brush stroke all the time is more important than looking at the big picture. Mm. So what that left me being is like, you know, every time I would feel comfortable being who I am, I would attack myself to feel bad because I didn't know why I was feeling so happy for having everything that I did. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, no, that's exactly what happens. That was like too deep. <laughs> no, well, no, I feel that because that's kind of how I feel. Like, yeah, you know, and but like at the same time, I tell myself, it, it, it just it is what it is. I'm not, it, I'm not gonna pretend I don't feel a certain because that's not healthy either. No. So it's like I'm not gonna pretend pretend I don't feel whatever and if I just need to sit in it and then I just sit in it you know I mean as I said the rest of the time I'm fine and I figure it out but there's just times where I don't know my subconscious comes and attacks me about stuff and yeah I get that too yeah so you're not alone that's okay totally fine so I have, I mean, I know you said that you don't have triggers and you can't feel it coming. I would say that I'm very different. 
Um, I can see changes in my personality. I can see how I vent frustration. I can see all these as really, really obvious um, displays. Now, I don't... See, I could just be getting my period. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just moody as fuck anyway. <laughs> so it's not like that. I'm just like, oh, I'm just in a shit mood. Or usually I'm tired or I feel sick or something. <laughs> Nah, see, I can definitely identify the difference. And like, so now what happens is when I start to feel it coming on, I make make a really big focus in my meditation. Like I make a really big focus on spending time in a room with music and just relaxing. That's another thing we need to talk about. I've just been having such trouble meditating lately. You know, when you go through stages where you just can't, you just can't settle. It's almost like, it's not like I don't, I'm trying to avoid it. Because sometimes I want to do it to make it put me to sleep. And I just can't, like, it's almost like I need some chaos. Like, I'll put, instead of, like, a meditation, I'll put, like, a podcast back on. So it's just, like, background noise almost. Not something where I'm actually, you know, like, focusing on my breathing and body scanning and whatnot. Yeah. I, yeah, I think, um, yeah, I I have trouble sometimes and... But most of the time for me, it's literally, I've, I've, like I said, I've I really maxed out all of my avenues. Like I've really made sure I understand what makes me tick and what makes me swing the opposite way. So I've like I said- Are you medicated at all? Pardon? Are you medicated at all? Zero. I am- um, Pretty good. I made a real, like suppose there's, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna openly tell, uh, like I said, cause this is public. I'm not gonna openly disclaim some of the stuff but like because it's been so varied so i'm not going to sit here and say i have one thing and then i have another and another because one thing that i is being really inconsistent is the feedback of what people's opinion of me is like from a doctor standpoint and psychologist and stuff nothing crazy just uh, some depression and some some other things but um you know when everyone's seeking a diagnosis everybody's really quick to judge on what their opinion is and yeah for sure and so but anyway I have, you know, had some bouts over the years. Like I've had probably, I had one at 16, 21 and 27. I had full, like three, you know, big moments in in my personal life that I sort of, you know, had a little bit of a crumble down. And the the outcome of it is really, really awesome. Mm. But it's a journey, it's a really big process. It's like, you know, what happens is I notice in between those, in in between those, episodes is really just me running myself into the ground so they've each one has been less uh, less severe so you know like not to say one like crazy but each episode has sort of been lesser and less you know dramatic it's just it's been good that's good (laughs) (laughs) i'm glad it's not as bad you know I, I I would say that I suffered from anxiety mostly up until like recently. Like I, I'm medicated. Yep. Twenty milligrams of like Sapro a day. Yep. Um, and so I get, don't get as hectic anxiety at the moment. As I and even when I was talking to my, I haven't talked to my psychologist in a little bit but even when I was talking to him like obviously went to him with you know saying that I've had anxiety for however long um and everything that I was saying was really 
more depression-y than anxiety, but, and I couldn't even really think of the last time I had, I can remember now the last time I had a really bad like anxiety attack, but outside of that, um, that was just because I didn't have any of my medication and I had been like five days off it and the withdrawals from it are pretty gnarly to be honest. Um, I just ended up feeling really sick and like really like um, like vertigo kind of, like it feels like that. Yeah. Um, and so it's gross and I'm, I had a pretty bad, like I thought I was going to vomit so it was pretty gross and it came on real heavily. <laughs> I, don't, I just don't get vomity very often. I, I used to get it in the morning a fair bit, like not where I would actually vomit, but I would like gag and just be really like anxious in the morning. It was just, I don't get as anxious these days in the mornings, which is good because I was really tough. Like it's not it's just not a nice way to start the day. It really, really sets the tone for the day. Yep. And so if it's happening a lot of the time, it's like nine times out of 10, I'm going to have a pretty shitty day if that's how it begins. And it was just such an effort to bring it back around. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, totally. Uh, I, I, yeah, it's fun. It's, it's. I, I think it is hilarious, like the similarities between yours and mine. And there is, like, for me, when I used to work at Knox City, right? So when I first started out at General Pants, um, when I was 21. So this is that second one that I had, like the crazy sort of moment in my life, which was. It's not like when I say these had these sort of moments, it was like I had a change in life, I had a change in work, I had a change in home location. Um, so it was like three big things were hit in one year and there was a lot of instability from what I had known for like the last six years. And so it was like the same thing you're going through. It's these moments where things that the pillars of stability have are taken away. They're not, they're not, you don't, they don't just earthquake, they're no longer there and you're built, you're rebuilding new pillars yeah you know and so i used to go to work and i had just broken up with carly and um i had taken the new job on at knox city and in for some reason in my head i manifested this idea that i had to be this you know like because i I left school early i was like i felt like i was like kicked out of home right quite young i was homeless practically homeless for two years um and so when i got the opportunity to general pants i was like i've got to really grab a hold of this opportunity because if I don't grab a hold of this opportunity my rest of my life will just spiral out like the beginning of my life so it became I became really anxious because I felt like like fuck if I don't this correct I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be like I I don't know you know and I didn't really know and then what happened was I I started going to work and I was throwing up so I'd rock up to work every morning and um, I'd go to, I'd open general, like general pants, I'd go in the back room and I put on, I put on every single day for a year because that was how I meditated before work. It made me feel calm, it made me feel good, right? Um, I, at the, at, when all this first started to happen, um, I would go to work and I'd eat breakfast in the back room and then by 11 o'clock I'd throw it all off. Mm. And uh, that's an anxiety, uh, that's an anxious person listening to the same album for a year yeah like i always i'll yeah i'm like bad for that i'll just like watch and the same things listen to the same stuff like i listen to some podcasts like over and over again i like them and i know what to expect but yeah it's a bit like i mean there's plenty you could be listening and watching to watching you know and giving your time to but i'm happy to with something that's familiar so it's more comfortable yeah uh, for me, it's like i almost don't watch new things like i watch new podcasts but they've got the same people in it yep. 
but I don't go watching like new stuff like I just am so hesitant about it yeah but that's like and that's what I mean like you feel like because like when in these moments for me it felt like so much was being ripped away that I needed to grab onto certain things to recreate what I thought I who I was you know yeah and so this Patrick Sweeney Patrick Sweeney album like it wasn't literally this when I explained what I just explained that was a period of like maybe two weeks of a whole year right it was extremely severe for those two weeks and then it was like hard for like about a month and a half two months after and then after about six months it just became repetitive notion that I would I sort of had figured out what was making me feel shit and I was about transitioning into this new person but like why that but like nine times out of ten just quick side note it's it's time you know what I mean like and because it's it seems like it goes slowly when it's like not easy but you know the only one thing that's going to help is to go actually go through it learn from it and yes and also while that time is ticking by the pillars are slowly naturally being rebuilt you know what I mean so it's like and like that's the best way to build a proper pillar is over time so it's like you just have to be patient yep. through the shitty time ah, 100 i totally agree and i but i like i think when we're talking about you I, I, like i said it's like i will talk i talk to a lot of people through my old job and everything and i really think it's important that one thing that i've noticed a lot over you over the last couple of weeks and i've sort of you know knowing you for as many years as i have is the the outreach you've actually reached out quite a lot in the last week and so yeah i thought you might be able to tell i just was like i'm just going to yeah you know and because it also is healthier than if i maybe spoke to the wrong person yep you know so and i know that you'll just like listen and and I, it doesn't even need to be a board up or it be a yep. thing, but just like, just talk through it, and then it's just a bit better. I feel a bit more on track. Totally, I've actually really appreciated yeah. it because I feel like, and I don't think I'm an asshole when I say this, but like I I've loved the fact that one that I've been able to be a huge support. Like it makes me feel great as a friend that I can be there. Um, I think the other thing that I was really really funny is today like I've also started to put in like some boundaries like when you called you're like let's chat now and I'm like nah I'm watching David Attenborough I'm watching this documentary about fucking depression and anxiety can hold up two seconds the man is speaking <laughs> <laughs> no I thought it was really sorry and that's totally yeah. fine because you know we're not always going to be like ready like you know, we're not always doing the same we're on different schedules as no well, no but. but it was not it's not that's not what i'm saying i'm also saying as a joke like i think it's really it's been awesome like i said and it's i'm not the only person that you've done it to you've reached out to you know a lot of other friends are out saying names um and the the best thing is the fact that you've had these people to be able to be there for you um and yeah. i think i just think sometimes it's easier to forget that they are there because uh, they're not immediate in front of me yeah. anymore so it's like I mean that sounds like it's even more of a burden to me you know I mean? when it's not like immediate like you know I mean I spoke to Scott we just kind of caught up though but even just that is nice and I mean we used to talk every day and sit you yeah. know what I mean do you know what you just um I think if this podcast is going to be about anything it's going to be that the, the line you just said is it's you're not in front of me so it's like you know 
that would be so many people that haven't been able to re- outreach or have you know probably struggled to reach out to yeah. their friends because they're so used to having them in front of them that now that they're not it's yeah. like well I, can't, I don't feel comfortable having this conversation on the phone because it almost sounds bitchy or it almost sounds depressing it almost you know? it just feels overindulgent yes. sometimes yeah, like, yeah yeah and then for me it has to get to the point where i really don't feel great where i'm just like someone just has to just give me some time <laughs> you know what i mean someone just has to give me time oh, right well now. you can call me and then and then i'll be fine you know what i mean but like and especially because obviously one of my issues lately is i've been feeling like lonely and a bit isolated it's just like if i don't feel like i can come to some of my melbourne friends and i'm in a bit of a pickle i you know what I mean? Like that's gonna make it worse if I can't even reach out to the people I miss. Totally. So that would suck even more. I think it's um I think it's awesome that you reach out and I think it's awesome that you got friends to do it. And I think if there's gonna be a message and there is people that listen to this over the time, uh, especially coming out of COVID, I think it's really important that you do try and reach out. Like um, my family has done it quite a bit and I know they're, they're probably not the best example but I think uh, everybody that I know has you know at least tried picking up the phone so for other people I think it's really important yeah. that you reach out and call people and if you're feeling like it because look at Megan absolute legend feeling you know with that beautiful red sweater <laughs> I mean yeah I just a big part of I, honestly like Tassie helps so much because it's just the best and so just the place itself you know what I mean and just being more in a nature-based setting is is just better for the soul like every time I go on a walk I'll take like photos because it's like every time I'm just like oh that's really pretty that's really pretty you know what I mean or there's there's just shots that are just like that's a photo that's a photo you know and it's like it's, yeah, it's just easy to be grateful for something so Is there pretty. a lot of wildlife like, out there? Yeah. Like kangaroos yeah. and stuff? I mean, no, I mean, we see wallaby, like wallabies more so, they're everywhere. But I've got there's rabbits around here, <laughs> but there'd be wallabies too. Because it's always like, there's so much roadkill on this road because it's like a bit of a windy country yep. road. So it's like, yeah, there's always roadkill, which is really shit. And it's always like, yeah, wallabies, rabbits, or little, yeah, like kangaroos, Should I guess. Start turning ones. it into some food. Well, no, I did grab some of their bones once when it, they were just bones, like a couple of skulls, because they were like perfect. But um, they got knocked off my outdoor setting and smashed everywhere. <laughs> I hate to be that person that got invited over and smashes your skulls. Yeah, but also, if they're smashing, oh no, they was. I was gonna say they're probably a, bit, a little bit too decomposed to like clean them up and yeah. keep them. They probably sound a bit chalky if they're just gonna shut. All right, so I want to read you a little uh, excerpt. For, is it? A, is that the right word? Yeah, from mm-hmm. one of my poems. Like I told you, I was gonna egg, eggs, eggs. Yeah, it's like an egg's got a dessert. But I think it's got a pan. Experts. I don't know. I got an. I got to a little bit of a poem that I wrote that is just really, it was sitting right in front of me and it's based on what we're talking about. So this is from, this is from a couple of years ago. I don't know when. I want it so desperately not to feel so alone when I close my eyes. I enter the realm in the back of my mind. Little men crank their gears round and round, never slowing, churning these questions conceived in doubt. How did I get here? Who was I granted such an honor? 
allowed to observe this cool twisted feeling of this connection. Yeah, that's pretty. I mean, that's like just a fancy way of saying what we were saying yeah. before. That's so like. Um, like, I just don't even think like talking like that. <laughs> I, you know yeah, what I mean. I wrote this song. There was, there was a, there was something. It was about, it was about feeling how you felt. Like that's pretty much how it was. It was like I wanted so desperately not to feel so alone when I closed my eyes. I entered the realm in the back of my mind. Little men cranked their gears, ran around, never slowing, churning these questions conceived in doubt. How did I get here? Who was I granted such an honor to allow? allowed to observe this cool twisted feeling of disconnection. I'm a rough against the grain, a lone wolf searching for his pack, a walking lone star in the night sky. You love me and leave me. You leave me like you never knew me. I don't get it. Do you see it? Just a fucking train wreck, I tell myself, laughing as I wish to burn it all down. I'm losing my mind. I want it so desperately. That was the end of it. Yeah, but yeah. that's, I wrote that and I thought that was fitting for this. and. I, yeah. Yeah. So I, I I think it is fitting. I can imagine me on stage rapping it, tears down my face. <laughs> yeah, I don't you know what the funny thing about it and like so I guess it's really on point that we I, I think this is a great topic and I think you know one of the one of the topics that we will continue to talk about over the time of whatever our podcast is but um I think for me when we talk about the poetry and the rapping it all started from this uh, when I was a young kid, like yeah, I think, if we're going to go really far back and we talk about the the roots of a lot of stuff, is, is is how we perceive things as young children, and then how we look at the world and how everything starts to change and morph into these different notions of how we observe it. So, like as a kid, yeah. you you see your parents and you see this like, I'll give you a prime example, right, of a, sort of what I'm depicting. So back in the day when, when they, when, you know, like in, I don't know exact day, but when they were philosophizing over the stars, philosophizing, <laughs> you know, they thought that the stars were a flat image, right? So when you're on the ground, when they were looking at the stars, they thought that the stars were a flat image, right? And that's what it is like looking mm. as a child. When you're looking as a child and you're, you're going to these things, it's a flat image. It's like there is no depth. You know, you don't look in 3D as a child. But as you start to get older, all these things start to, you know, like when you talk about manifesting into reality, it's like the ball that was a toy as a child somehow goes from just being a ball to being your ball, you know? There's there's a warp as a child that sort of transitions from that's a ball to, oh, this is my ball. And I think it's in India they say that the soul enters the child at the age of seven, right? And like that, that notion of you, you uh, go from it's a ball to it's my ball, and then you go from, oh my gosh, you know, you, you, you start to understand what your parents thinking and your parents start to impose all these different beliefs onto you. You start to absorb it and then you get to this, especially in our, so you think about our age, our generation. Our generation sort of was awoken by the, like it sort of cut short because the, the boom of the internet allowed you to see a lot of things that, you know, maybe the generation before us didn't know fully. So you have all of a sudden in the middle of our, you know, developmental childhood, the internet sort of exposes a lot of these new things and challenges all the way. So it's almost very liberating, but it's also very contradictory. And for me, what happened was I took I took everything that my children, uh, my my parents said, so literal as a young as a young as a young kid, and then as a teenager, and then into an adult, and then everything that happens with my parents and how I was sort of raised. 
it was it was all changed like it was all like it all felt like a lie everything that i knew just felt like a lie which is it was really weird i remember being in vietnam in a in a meat shop and i remember writing in my diary going it's as if the world that i knew was never the world that i knew because as a child and as an adult and as an australian as an australian just in general not even as a child we're told our meat has to be stored this way and it can only be stored this way and then you go to these countries and you see everything completely different you, it's it's it, it does challenge it's like well you either you either become really proud like an american you're like well that's not how it should be done you are lesser than me because it's not in a fridge or you go or the yeah. opposite side is you go wow that that sort of changes how i perceive the world and i think that i took those perceptions so literal and, and that it it caused me to have a lot of problems within myself because i just sort of started to challenge absolutely everything like you know because because my I feel like the childhood forced me into an adulthood quite quickly and drew like abruptly that I had to figure out what was real and what was fake. I didn't get to slow process out of 18, 19, 21. I had to go from 16 as a teenager to being an adult that lived almost by himself. So it, it, I had to over calculate all of the the decisions because as from the ages of like 17 to 21, I made so many mistakes that that really hurt like financial mistakes um personality mistakes um social mistakes uh and I learned really hard from those lessons and you know it, it now as an adult like I said to you it's like I have, when you go through that threshold it's almost like everything then just becomes perception like it, you you can you are you're allowed to observe now like it's weird it's like it's like a flat line somehow and all of a sudden when up coming to this line you're like oh whatever 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 and then when you pass that line it's like as if everything behind you now is like a lesson that you've just learned and it's like that overcoming part and i really love it it's my favorite thing i i honestly like i love the feeling that you're in because it's that vulnerability to lead into something else and make it's the most powerful i don't know thing for me in life like never have gone through it three times i guess so and you can't really choose when it happens to you because You just don't go around choosing to be really no, sad. Don't. So when that happens, if it's just naturally or if something happens, mine is reasonably situational, yeah. I would say. Um, but like stemming from other, you know, existing factors. Yeah, but still. Um, I mean, I guess what I mean by that is just like my existing mental health issues made this worse like made this harder um you know when something bad does happen and then i have to deal with that it's just like i just wasn't mentally in a good place yeah. to deal with it i guess and yeah but that doesn't mean that's not a bad thing that means i'm going to learn a lot from this and hopefully avoid something <laughs> similar next time but Yeah, I get what I'm well, saying. I want to say um a huge thank you to you I guess for opening up. I think it's 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 awesome. First of all, it's awesome that you even allowed me to 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 be able to open up as well. Like it's really feels good. Uh so I hope it feels good for you because it definitely feels good for me. I mean, some I feel like I've definitely I actually feel like I'd like to talk, talk more openly about things on You know, I I really don't hold anything back anyway. So if somebody asks me something, I'm going to tell them or whatever. Like I just I'm not really a closed book. So 
I just want not like I just feel lighter if everything is outside of me. Yeah, you know what I mean. Do you, do you think that's like the notion of slim? You know when they talk about living minimalistic, right? Have you watched that documentary on minimalism? You should watch no. it. And we should have it. We should chat about it on another time because, like, that's sort of the idea that I sort of took as well. Like, the the less inside your brain means that you hold on to, the the less you have to worry about. So it's like it's like transferring that minimalistic uh, physical world, and especially you going into a small house. That's so minimal. Yeah, actually, I know what you're saying by that. I feel like I did that in life in general, like when my anxiety and things were maybe like at their peak initially. Um, I think when I stopped taking drugs all the time, obviously I had anxiety and things while I was taking drugs, but that wasn't my biggest problem at the time. The problem was I was taking. But then after that, just obviously, I just pretty much since then it's been, like feeling like I'm recovering from drug abuse, you know what I mean, yep. for the first couple of years. And then, and I obviously completely losing a lot of myself in that whole process and having to try and find it again and all of that stuff. You know, it's it just feels like it's been such a long, it took me so long to go to the doctor and tell anybody. Then she put me straight on medication. And I only started talking to a therapist this year and this has been going on for years, you know what I mean? Like. So anyway, like, but I don't feel like I would be, I feel, yeah, I know more now than I ever have, obviously. We're all in that same boat. Yep. Um, so that's, like, that feels promising to me because if if I know this now, then I'm only going to know more in the future. Yeah. You know? I fucking love it. I just remember being a lot more like the universe will take care of it. And I think I put too much faith in that. And then everything got ripped out from under me. I mean, I didn't see it coming. So I just think, I just think as well, half of it is just trying to come to terms with like how comfortable I was before. And then, and all of a sudden it just wasn't how I thought it was. And that was something that was hard to come to terms with. So I think, yeah, there's a, obviously there's a few factors when it comes to it, but I've just learned like holy, holy dooly, please be sure next time. Like <laughs> next time you put that much into it and you swear that that's it, you know, you, that you know, yeah, you swear that that's it, but then don't like, I just didn't even question it. Nah, don't so worry I about think, it. Yeah, don't the, worry about it. But the blindsidedness really caught me off guard. You know what I mean? I think that's another thing. You did. You did something. So I fucking wouldn't. I I applaud the decision you made. The spontaneity was fucking amazing. You took a writ and you took a leap. I'm not gonna express to you any much more how much I fucking love the fact you took the risk. We could go through life all the time going, oh, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if. You did it. It's fucking awesome. Your what if would be you'd be stuck in Victoria in a lockdown, like you said at the start, dealing with all this shit. Yeah. Your what if is like, oh, I'd trade off. I would 100% trade off your position. So here's the all two positions. Stuck in Victoria, financially unstable, fucking still dealing with the same shit, probably not change anything. Tasmania, way better financial situation. On the road to being That's this fucking moment, yeah. super strong, badass bitch. And that's not the best thing, your view. Yeah, my view. Like, yeah. let's just say that's a win in the first. And Yosh. And Yosh. And Yosh. Yes, yes. 
So. Yeah, you're right. I'm like definitely a fucking winner. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I think, and that's what I think that's the message for me is take the risk. I've taken the risk and landed in a bad spot, and I've also taken the risk and landed in a good spot. The difference is that I, the, the only difference is, is the, the, the landing, but the, um, the most important part was that I did the, I took the risk. Well, <clears throat> I just know that, like, it's good that I feel there is this comforting feeling that things are going to be really good one day. And as I said to you earlier, I just don't know what that is yet. And that's why I'm just unsure because I just, I just don't know what that is. That'll be made clear to me one day, but I'm just, I'm still not sure what that is, you know? Yeah, totally. I reckon I could see you as sort of like a... Ah, oh, damn it. I was going to say something, then I was like, ah, that's not appropriate. But it's not even, it wasn't even bad appropriate, and then maybe the second guess. I could, um, I could see you as like a, uh, as a clown, or as like a... Um, a clown? Yeah, I was just, that's what I was saying. It was like a default option. <laughs> what do you see yourself as? Like, that, is that a question? Like, I could tell you what my perception of myself is. You, you start then, and then I'll, and then... Oh no. I try to perceive more strength than I probably have. Yeah. So I, I think I'm a very strong person in, in by nature, but um, how I perceive myself is quite strong, happy, and really optimistic. And I, I think that they, they are also the choices that I make every day. They're, they're the things that I want to define me. So I make them define me to the fullest. But I think that we, when you def- when you push such a definition on myself that there is also reasons why I do those things because I also hurt inside so I try to make those things that I know that make other people feel better I push them hurt, uh, harder so that I can sort of disguise that hurt oh that's really sad yeah no it's, it's positive though because it, it reminds me of why I'm happy and it, it reminds me of why everything you know when I say that I want to see that brush stroke this allows me to see that brush stroke. It, it, it always keeps me humble and it always keeps me in the right mind frame that I need to be. Yours. How I perceive myself. Yeah, I, like, I definitely am, uh, I'm definitely perceived in a workplace as probably not professional, <laughs> but I am so professional. No, I think you are, but sometimes. <laughs> no, I think you are. Yeah. I think you are mostly. Um, because there's another level of unprofessionalism that you don't display. No, no, no. But there is, there's one that's appropriate for especially general pants yep. that I think that you just kind of knew where the line was. Sometimes maybe you jumped over it. And sometimes <laughs> customers thought you jumped over it. Maybe you didn't even think so. But that's all right. All right that's um, my interpretation of life, though. That's why I'm I so good at my job. My perception of myself at the moment is a little bit jumbled. Like, like I just because I don't have anyone to mirror me, really, outside of like a couple of people, and these people, I just haven't been like close to for a really long time. So I mean, and this is outside of my family. Because, of course. Um. Yeah, but. I just don't know, like, I just, I feel like I used to feel, like, where I kind of sat with everything and, like, what I was, I could tell, like, what I was putting out based on what I was getting back, I guess. Yeah. Um, but, 
and that's not always a good thing just because sometimes my problems come off as being rude or whatever or like <laughs> you know what I mean or like if I'm like you know what I mean like in nine times out of ten I'm just anxious so if it's like social anxiety or something and I'm quiet it's like I actually am a confident person like totally yeah so when that gets hold of me it's like I'm just not myself and it's like and I start to see myself as like this quiet uncomfortable person and it's, that's just not who I am but but then I tell myself that's what I'm coming across as when I am in a social, socially anxious situation. And then that just snowballs. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's I like I'd it. rather have that confident perception of myself because that carries me a bit more. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and feel like solid about that versus, you know, being like, oh, I'm so quiet. I'm coming off like this. I'm coming off rude or I'm coming off like shy, which I just... I knew, people used to think I was shy as a kid, which I was shy as a kid, right? <laughs> so I, I remember people making those comments and I just like never really Lived them down. Like, loved it. Like yeah. I just, it was to me embarrassing to be shy. I don't know why. And I guess like, cause I'm just definitely shame, not. Shame shy. You're shame shy. <laughs> <laughs> My like, this is just not good lighting or anything. I should really be this way, but it gets a bit like, oh, well, that's a bit graphic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wearing mm, any makeup. Oh, I've got a bit of mascara on, but nothing crazy. I look a bit shiny. You hungry, sweetie? So I reckon, um, I reckon we do your manifestation now. All right. Let's do a mind map. Yeah, we've been going like 53 minutes. This I feel is a like good length. That's a good length. <laughs> um, and for anyone listening, you know, we're just ironing out, you know, what we what we want to achieve because this is the first one we're actually going to post because I think this is a decent one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But prior to this, we'd mentioned that we actually have recorded multiple podcasts over the last, like, two years I guess and none of them we were just like farting around farting but none around. of them really came to the surface or whatever because I think as I said in the last one which we didn't post I think we took comfort in the fact that it wasn't going to be posted almost totally. but I think I'm just at the point where I'm I really just want to get it out there like especially you know Miller just started his stream and it's like I'm like loving that as well by the way um like going in there and chatting yeah, and then like going into and watching other people, I just find it so interesting. I'm obviously a bit of a YouTuber, so to find new content is really exciting. But yeah, like just him kind of branching out and putting himself out there has been like just cool to watch. I can just tell he's really stoked with it, and I just think it's really nice to see yeah, that cool. he's so because he's been like looking looking for an art community and has wanted to do something. And I just think Twitch is the perfect platform. So totally, I, I love that it's just finally come full circle for him in a good way. Totally, I totally agree. Yeah, and also we get to be a part of it, which is super cool. Like, it, if I thought like years ago when I left General Pants Eastland that I would be Twitch streaming or like sorry chatting with Matt Millard all these years later, six <laughs> years later, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Really nice. Yeah, it is. It's but that's because he's a cool person and they're a cool people. Totally. And look, like me and the East Lane crew are all going to be friends forever. Like, yep, because yep. me, Lee, you know, Georgia, 
Alex Biggs, Millard. There's a group of us. Scotty, I, I'd still say Scotty, even though he's MIA most of the time. But <laughs> but Scotty's in there. We always talk about him fondly. And but yeah, I mean that was, that team was just like came out of nowhere because. I've just never had, like, a team like that. They're all so individually awesome. Yeah, but you were, like, what, 12 at the time as well? It was... I was 24. Yeah, so, of course, you you had a group of fucking legends and you got to be the leader. It's like... uh... (laughs) It wasn't... Who cares that I was the leader, even if I just worked there? Just them as a group. Like, I was lucky to get that team as a leader. Totally. But because did you tell we them that were you... able to have some success? You know what I mean. Did you tell and them that you And that's not because of there? me. That's because of them, huh? Yeah, of course you. It's because your leadership is. You know, it's great. You guys were a team. Did you? T- I think we got to a good place where, like, there was a mutual respect, and I had things running quite well. Yeah. Considering, yeah, considering, I guess everything that's happened since then and whatever, like, and how new I was then, and how hectic it all seemed at the start. You know what I mean? It is such an intense business. Especially back then. Totally. It was so intense. Totally. Like, and just a whole new level. So it was just, yeah. Everything was, was going like, 100 miles an hour. 100 miles an hour. It was, keep <laughs> up, keep <laughs> up. Get it done, get it done. Oh, uh, yeah, it was just so different. Did you know 2016 so cool. was the, like, one of the best years in the sense of retail? Yeah, that would have been one of the peaks. And then it's just down here from there, brother. Down there. That was, it's been in the trough since. All right. Well, it's just the online situation. It's not going to be hard to combat, and especially after this. Yeah. Let's... After this, it's going to be online. You've got to be online, otherwise, online or dead. Dead. All right, let's do this money mapping. I mean, mind mapping. Yeah, it's mind mapping. But I just got a pad, so I've got a pen too, so I'm good to roll. All right, so what are you thinking of making your goal, your main circle in the middle? Um, am I going to do this? All right, cool. What is, do we do it together or am I doing it on my own sheet? Do it on your own sheet. I'm doing mine too. All right, We're cool. going to discuss it, obviously. All right, cool. Let's go. Um, I will, it's got to be some... some yeah, actually, I'm not going to say it out loud. All right. No, you can you can if you want. I'm gonna say mine. I just haven't thought of it yet. Yeah, keep the. I was gonna also say we're gonna keep a surprise, you know. No, because I want to discuss it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna discuss it, but keep it a surprise until oh. we discuss it. All right. Well, I'm not really sure just yet what I want to put, so I might want to discuss that. Um, well, at the moment, I think I need to work on. I'm working on filling some of the void with like being productive. That's why I want to get a yep. guitar. Just things like I really just want to be like happy. Are you writing down all these words? No, because I really want to find my middle bubble first. You got to find that first. Uh, I've just been writing words that I want to feel. All right, I'm gonna say I want to. I want to feel independently strong. There you go. That's a good one. Mine was just happy. Oh. Well. Because yours is. I just want to say independent because I just want to 
get to the point where, yeah, I'm no longer feeling as lonely and I'm, I'm, don't get me wrong, I really value all my alone time. I love it. And especially now that I live alone, I feel like I've gotten even worse. But at the same time, like, I need to find more of a balance. And I know what's, like, holding me back in that regard. You know what I mean? And there's just things where I need to push through to do the work to get to the other side. Totally. You know what I mean? And if I don't do that, I'm just pro, I'm just elongating the situation. That's a nice. <laughs> or lengthening. As everyone process. told you, honey, you got a nice elongation. What was that a word? Elongation. How do you say it? Oh, uh, yeah. It, uh, yeah, I, no, you didn't say it wrong. I said it wrong. I was trying to sound sexy when I said oh. it. Elongination. Elongination. <laughs> what did I say? I want to feel happy and ha- strong and independent. Ha- strong, independent, and happy. Uh, I want to feel strong. Okay, and then around that bubble, we have little things coming off it, and then we're gonna write. You know how we're going to get uh, to that. I, I, I just wrote so a bunch of things again. Oh, independent. I'm going to read your mind. So Dude. my big, my big bubble yeah, is just happy, and next to that is Twitch. Yeah. Like so, starting a Twitch one. Next to that is doing more yeah. art, which I will have to continue doing. Next to that is a podcast. Next to that is a hot dog eating champion. Now what I did was. I kept that very vague so that it didn't mean that I had to eat them. It could be just I could own the most hot dogs, anyone at the one time. So that one's a, that's a continuous one, but a hot dog champion. (laughs) (laughs) The other one that I had there was um, keep working on my own business. Be productive because I like, I stole that one from you. And I really want to own a house. Okay. Um, I'm gonna. We're gonna put time and effort into time and effort. the podcast. That's a good one. Time and effort. You go there, Megan. Um, you go there, Glen Coco, and want to learn and continue playing the guitar. Ooh. Because I don't just want to get it, pick it up, be like sweet, and then put it back down. I actually think this time, because I do spend so much time alone, and half the time I'm just like, oh God, I wish there was just something that I could, like a puzzle here or, you know, something different that's not my phone totally. not my iPad. And, and, and I've tried like drawing and things like that and I'm just no good at it and it's just not something that I want to pursue and that I've ever thought that I had any <laughs> talent in. So I want to play the guitar because I think I taught myself, oh no, I did lessons, but I taught myself everything else that I knew and I reckon I'll be able to teach myself. 50 bucks says you can. Sure. I reckon I already know like basics. So I've What's your first go-to song? That. Mine was Greece. That's like a learner's. That's your beginners. You know, that's a beginner. I know how to do that. That's like. Yeah, yeah. That, I know how to do that. But that's going up the. Um, Threadboard. Yeah. Dun, 
Can you do that again for me? I couldn't understand the tune. Can you replay that tune for me? No, I play Tears. I play Tears in Heaven by Phil Collins. Wait, I actually that was one of the harder ones. I tried to teach myself before I kind of like stopped learning. So I only really got the start. Yeah. But but it's hard. It's Phil Collins, so it was really hard. I only got like right at the start, and then I was just like, this is so hard. And then I realized how shit, um, how like much work I would have to do to get. And he created that song for me. So anyway. Um, no, I can play. I feel it in my fingers. I feel it in my fingers. Is that Phil Collins? Is Tears in Heaven Phil Collins? Anyway, I'm mind blanking, but um, I feel it. My frozen fingers. on your yeah, screen. Yeah, play that. Yeah, something's going on yeah. on my screen. Um, yeah, so uh, that's pretty good. All right, how's your ma- ma- uh, mapping going? Yeah, so um, I need to I need to continue yep. building my pillars, right? Build, build your pillars. Now, ways I can do that. Um, I really need to make a conscious effort. And I know you say, like, you know, you don't need to do, you know, go and try and be social. But I just, even if it's just, Putting myself out of that, you know, I don't feel, feel it's nine times I don't feel like doing it, but it's like, even though you don't feel like it, go anyway, because you're going to probably have a good time. And even if you yes. don't, you'll just be home later. So just go do it. What's the worst that could happen? And I just think when I get a few more really good experiences under my belt, I'll just start to feel a little yep. bit more confident out there. You know what I mean? I think for me, just to be clear on that one, it's not so much about not doing, not forcing yourself to do things. It's more about telling you, reassuring yourself that the decision you make is the one you're making is the right one because you've made it. You, you'll totally, yeah. yeah. Actually, so that's like, such be, a good point. Yeah, yeah. Take back control. If you make a decision, that's your decision to be made, and you yeah. made the best decision based on what you think, you know. And what you want, you you know, I see my big issue is, and I'm going to talk about because we've really gone, we're probably gone a little bit of ways. So to loop it back in, one of the things that I find is, is what was I talking about now? I forgot it. <laughs> what was the last thing I said? Sorry. This is all right. Um, so oh, let's just move on. <laughs> <laughs> I was putting myself up and I forgot it. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Oh, now that we're swinging back to, we're swinging back to, I guess, more, more of a mental yeah, health. Yeah, it was, it was about that. It was just, it was, sure. it was, I can't remember exactly what I was going to say. But um, it was along the lines of, <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, I'm mind blanking. Really? I'm sure, like when we get. To... Were you just saying, oh, it's along the lines of just in case you? No, it was literally. I had the, the momentum in my head, and it's like I had stopped to catch a breath and. Yeah, dude, I feel you. Like yes. this happens to me. You're sober, right? Yeah, like. Oh, yeah, I can. Oh, I can hear I you, but there. I can't see you. 
Yeah, mine oh, yeah, was going to do the same thing. So let's wrap it up. Fuck. Yeah, do you want me? Oh, okay, cool. Because uh, my phone's yeah, yeah, on yeah, 5%. We'll wrap it. We'll wrap. All right, well, I'm on the charge. I'm just sharing one oh, charge okay. off of the charge of the mum. All right, well, we'll wrap it up for today. This um, was awesome, chat. Thank you. Thanks. No, thank you. And um, guys out there, girls, guys and gals, um, I don't know how we're going to post this or whatever, but wherever we post it, just comment below what you thought, um, your experience, if you're related to anything, just all of those types of things, you know, just get the conversation going. I mean, yes, that's (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm not talking to you. I was talking to the guys. Yeah, can you all of those listeners please do that? And uh, I mean, I know that you're at the end of it now, but uh, if you do get all the way through and you tell your friends about it, please tell them to just bear with pre early Jason podcasts. You know, I was obviously a little bit uncomfortable, and now thinking back to that, you just need to overcome that hump, and hopefully, I close strong. Yeah, I feel like. We both were a little bit more comfortable today than prior, like yep. trials. But but even at the start of this yeah. podcast, it was a bit um, <laughs> it was a bit forceful for me. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, stress. we'll get there. I think it's with anything. But I mean, yeah, it, it'll be fine. I mean, by the end, I wasn't even was thinking I. that it was recording. To be honest, so um, and, and definitely yep, for that's a few great. moments, so that's good. But um. Anyway, and then if anyone has any, like, I think we should take, like, yeah, questions definitely. sometimes. Um, so, and then we can just kind of quickly answer them on the next, next podcast. Because we are going to be focusing on, like, whether it be one or a couple of subjects. So then we can kind of, like, touch base the next week about whatever yep. else, you know, whatever we need to add. But, I yeah. agree. Anyway. Um, it was awesome having you all. Thank you for coming to the show. Thanks for coming. I gotta go feed. Catch up now. Bye. I'll talk to you later.